Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fully Accountable Podcast, and I'm your host, Leah Vahere. Well, guys, here we are, another week. I hope everything is going fantastic for you. Um, if you haven't noticed, there is a beautiful full, full moon out uh, tonight. So, you know, take some time, appreciate it. I always love a good full moon. I highly recommend, um, if you don't do this already, to do some sort of full moon ceremony. And this can be as simple as like writing out things that you want to let go of, that you want to release. And then, you know, kind of having like that mindfulness of like what you're planning on you know, wanting to manifest in the next coming month. New moons are like more for manifesting, but you know, I'm always like, if there's a time and a place to like ever write down your goals, I think, you know, why not take that opportunity? Um, so yeah, I hope everyone's having a great week and I hope you guys are getting a lot of shit done. I feel like this week in particular has had a really good energy about it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the energy has been very productive and it has been very forward mo- like moving. It has been uncomfortable at times, uh, but everything is like moving forward. And I was talking to a friend, we were chatting about some business things and I said, you know, this time is, is feeling like a rubber band that is being pulled back and we are stretching and pulling this this rubber band back and in the process of that it's clearing a lot of shit because a lot of stuff is coming up to the surface we are you know recognizing areas that we need to step up where we need to let go where we need to be accountable and this rubber band it's it's going to snap and just catapult us forward And that is the energy of this week that I feel like we have been in for the last, you know, couple days. So it's intense, but I have felt very positive about it and um, really excited and seeing the fruits of my labor with like putting effort forward and seeing things come to fruition having some really good conversations, um, figuring out some details that needed to be figured out within my own business. And just, you know, it's all moving forward. And, you know, something, I don't know why, and also too, which is interesting, I made some conscious efforts to change in my behavior. Now, I, I almost have like, a pit to like express the new things that I am trying out that I am doing Um, because I have had people in my past say like oh god what are you doing now you know so if you are a I guess a chronic trier like you're trying new things you're always trying new ways of being you're always you know Um, trying new recipes, trying new diets, uh, trying new exercises, trying new books. Like if you're just a chronic trier and you have been shamed or ridiculed for that or questioned or any, you know, has just received any kind of bullshit, I don't know, feedback from, from being that way. I'm just here to tell you, fuck those guys. Like fuck them, fuck them. 
Like they don't, that opinion doesn't mean anything to me. They clearly are happy being stuck. And you know what? Joy is just outside of your comfort zone. And as human beings, we're meant to constantly evolve and expand our natural state. Our natural state is loving, compassionate, and, you know, joyful, want to laugh, have a good time. And then we want to grow. We want to expand. We want to innovate. That's a, that's a natural human concept. Of course, we're living in a society where if you are not aware and conscious, you can easily be distracted and numbed out and pulled away from, you know, wanting to expand and grow. But if you are listening to a podcast that's about accountability, you clearly have some fucking drive to being, you know, on your your highest path, being your best self. Um you know, do showing up every day and looking at how can I be better? How can I serve better? How can I be a better partner? How can I be a better parent? How can I, you know, just be better for myself? How can I be a better like animal owner, you know, to your animals, to your dogs, to your cats, that sort of thing. So I sometimes I let that little like ping of like trying new things out, you know, um, can kind of get, I can get a little insecure about it because I have been ridiculed for being that way. Clearly, those people were not aligned. They were not um, in my, they were very, I don't know what it is. Like, is that intimidation? Is that annoyance? Is it, am I being annoying because I'm trying to be expansive? Like, who knows? I'm not going to give that any energy. But I do know that I have received that sort of negative feedback and I, um, I'm aware that that's where that kind of insecurity comes from. And so, you know, last week I talked about the three goals that I have set for myself and I have been continuing on with them. It's been great. I've been working out minimum of three times a week. Um, Like even last night, I, it was a little bit cold. (laughs) I was working super late, like for me, I guess, super late. Maybe for some of you guys, not super late. But for me, it was like 11 o'clock. <laughs> and that was super late for me. So I, I was working and then I still needed to get my workout in. And I did not want to go to the gym. Um, I'm pretty sure my gym's 24 hours. And I, but I just like didn't want to go. I didn't want to get in the cold car, you know, whatever. I was already in sweatpants. And so I was like, fuck it rolled out my mat, pulled out my weights, and I did a thousand reps of different Pilates moves. And it was hard, worked up a bit of a sweat. Obviously, I didn't get in um, like that cardio in a sense, like that running or like treadmill cardio, but I felt good. You know, it was like a 45 minute workout because for me, when I am at home and I do workouts, I'm like, hmm, five minute abs. That's good. And I'll like do that and carry on with my day and think like, good job, you worked out. So I had to hold myself accountable to not do that because those fucking YouTube girls that have rocking ass bodies are like abs in seven minutes. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get that. But never happens. So I uh, definitely had to like hold myself accountable, stayed on the mat, did that pretty sure Nova only chewed up one corner of the mat. She was looking at my weights as like a tasty little treat, but I did keep those away from her and I finished it. I got it done and it was awesome and I was happy about it. I have also 
uh, allowed myself to be in that flow state uh, with also, you know, not allowing any kind of like distractions happening. So I have been in flow. I've been um, kind of, I all my stuff is getting, you know, checked off my to-do list. Um, I am not holding myself super rigid. So if I have to do something later, that is fine. Um, if I'm getting up earlier, that is fine. All that good stuff, right? So I've been in that kind of flow state, which has been great. And then I have been, you know, doing um, my my prayers, like I told you guys that I was planning on doing, uh, which I always do, but I just, you know, refining that, tapping into that. But what I have found uh, that has been nice um, and really, really good. So there's a couple things that I also added on to this week. So last week I added those three things. Now we're at a new week. I'm still doing those three things, but I tacked on a couple extra things. Now I know you, maybe you're thinking, you're like, Leah, this is getting too complicated. You're going to take on too much and then you won't do anything. Trust me, already had those thoughts. But, you know, in actuality, guys, like I'm not doing that much. I, these, these things that I'm integrating into my life, I'm hoping they just become second nature to me. Like, taking my herbs and taking a shower and making my bed. You know, I don't have to think about that. I don't have to make that like a checklist item to do. Um, so with, you know, working out, no big deal. Prayers, no big deal. Um, being in flow, that's just more of a, a way of being and, a lot, and accepting myself for being in that state and not worrying about anybody else's judgments on that. Perfect. This week, now, I have added in morning pages. Now, I'm sure a lot of you listening have heard of morning pages. Maybe you used to do morning pages. Maybe you still do morning pages. I did morning pages for a limited time, a, a period of time, um, probably like two weeks worth. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I did not stick to morning pages that long when I, when I did first learn about them in a program I was taking from Leanna Shante, uh, Life Path. And so recently I decided to start that program over, you know, new year, new, not new me, but new year. Um, let me see, let me go back and, and do this program again. I feel like it will be just help me bust through into this, like, frequency, this higher frequency, this more grounded frequency that I, I feel I'm like right on the the edge of. And so I started the program Life Path. Highly, highly recommend it. If you are looking for that sort of life sh- altering, life changing <laughs> thing, Life Path is it. And in the first session, she talks about morning pages and um, 750 words. You write 750 words or three pages of um, words in the morning. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I am going to do this really like I'm going to really, really do this for 14 weeks. Uh, And if I can continue on afterwards, I will continue on. But let's hold yourself accountable and do um, 14 weeks worth. And so I have been doing it for this past week. And I know if you haven't done it, it's super easy. I actually logged into like a website where you can write out um, 
it like counts the words for you and keeps everything kind of tracked and saved. Or you can just open up like a one document. But I personally, I'm not writing pen to paper because I will fall asleep doing that because I have in the past. I actually have to turn on my laptop and get that brightness from the computer. And some of you might be like, oh, God, that sounds awful. It's not that bad. I turn down the brightness on my screen. I bring my, you know, I basically, I feed Atticus because the world cannot start unless Atticus is fed. Take Nova for a pee, sit in my chair, cozy blanket, and I just start writing. And what I have found over the last week, uh, the constant little chatter in my brain is gone. And it's so nice. I didn't know I had that until I started doing these pages like I just I didn't know that's what that was it was like a gnawing little I don't it's not anxiety it's but this gnawing little voice this constant little chatter and and she's gone she's fucking gone so and that's the whole point is to get out all these annoying little conscious thoughts or subconscious thoughts I'm not sure get them out and just clear your mind and then I'm so much more present throughout the day I have my goals I can be focused I can be focused that's what it is like I can actually focus on something because I don't have these gnawing little like to-do lists or don't forget about this or thinking about that person thinking about this life event or that or whatever it is whatever it is um I the the chatter is gone and it has been so nice so Morning pages, new thing adding in, loving it, going to continue on. I'm not going to lie. It's fucking hard in a sense of like your eyes are like, you know, you're tired, you're whatever, but it's really, really not that bad. And so I've been really enjoying that. I'm going to stick with that and um, just hold myself accountable to to doing that. And then um, the other thing, do I have another thing that I'm doing? Oh, I am <laughs> writing out my wins for the day. So I've done this off and on. Um, before I did it, um, how am I showing up? Like, how did I show up today? And and then I would write out, you know, how could I have done better? And it was, it was okay. You know, it was definitely um, good, but I, I felt almost a little bit of a negativity because it was like, oh, I could have done more. Like I could have done better. And so for me personally, and maybe that would really help you. I'm not sure. But for me, I obviously I dropped off of doing that. And I think it was because it was related to that gnawing feeling of like I should be doing more. And so, you know, I have since the time that I used to do that. And now I've cleared a lot of stuff. You know, I've held myself accountable. I have set different boundaries. I've orchestrated my life in a way so that I am more focused and I am getting more done. And uh, so I'm going in now and I'm writing out my wins for the day. And it's really great. It's great to see what is accomplished. It's great to just keep be mindful of the things that are moving forward that are happening. And so I really enjoyed that part as well. So I don't know, these kind of things, if you are a chronic trier, just give yourself some grace and keep on doing it because that is the thing with anything in life, right? Like 
anything, man, if you are moving through shit in life, like you might have the best intention to, you know, write out your, your wins for the day or something like that. Um, or her, I don't know, like have this diet or, you know, where it's like you're eating whole foods, uh, fresh fruits and veggies and, you know, no processed foods. Like you might have like, you'd see that. You see that ideal self. You want to be that kind of person who's doing the home cooked meals, um, who's working out every day, who has an amazing loving relationship. Like you see her, you want to be her or him. Well, just know that you might need to, you want to continue to try to become them, right? Const- never give up on trying to become that highest version of yourself, that I, that version that you see, that you know you have the potential to be. Never give up on that. But just remember, there might be some things that you need to kind of stop, go back, clear, and then continue on trying to move forward. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you have um, the vision in your head of being like the healthy eating, you know, plant-based diet, everything like that, and you're trying and you're trying, and then, you know, you you fall off the wagon and you start eating junk food or you eat some processed food or whatever. Well, know what? Like, guess what? You might need to go on some sort of cleanse to clear out some candida, to clear out some bad bacteria, to like actually like detox your body of the years and years and years of shit that you had put into it before you can actually have and embody the healthy lifestyle. So even though you want that healthy lifestyle, there might be some hard shit that you need to go through to clear that allows you to then fully embody that. You know, we can't just embody something over. Maybe you can, but like for me, I haven't been able to just like embody something like overnight. There's usually been like, oh, I see the vision. I see the goal. I want to be that. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to make the food, buy the groceries. Um, I'm going to do it. And then something happens and pulls me back or a craving just overtakes me, like a sugar craving overtakes me. Well, now, now where I'm at, you know, like hindsight's always twenty twenty. I realized, oh, I needed to kick that sugar addiction that was, you know, tied to a candida overgrowth, or I needed to heal some inner children who would freak out if I tried to do a cleanse because they thought I was like starving and I was losing control. Like I actually had to do some healing before I could like actual emotional healing before I could undertake something that was related to my physical health I didn't know that I didn't know that's how it worked so that's kind of been my biggest lessons learned where okay I wanted to be the person who writes out you know my wins for the day and be super positive and moving forward and all that stuff I wanted to be that person Well, when I was writing out the wins and I wasn't satisfied with the wins that I was documenting, okay, I realized I needed to put some boundaries in place. 
I needed to take on more responsibility. I needed to try harder. I needed to um, apply myself more. I had to hold myself accountable for actually having that focused work time and execute on different uh, goals that I had. Okay, now that I'm doing that, so I had to go back and I wasn't writing out my wins while I was implementing all those things. So now that I have those things implemented, it's been you know a month or so, I'm feeling, it's feeling more, I guess, natural. It's feeling more grounded. Okay, now I can go in and start, you know, documenting my wins and being like, okay, this is, this is good. Like, I'm happy with this. I'm satisfied with this. Now, now this whole exercise is doing what I was hoping it would do, which is raise my vibration, raise my frequency, get me in a positive headspace that is motivating, that is happy, that is um, just, you know, feeling fulfilled. That's what I wanted that exercise to be about. And I think that's something for you to, you know, kind of check in with yourself. Are these tasks that you're doing, these exercises that you're doing, are they giving you that sense of, you know, achievement? Are they doing what they're supposed to do? Are they raising your frequency? Are they helping you feel like you are being better in your life, that you're actually moving the needle forward? Or are you just doing them because you think you should be doing them? Or are you feeling, you know, kind of shitty after you are, you know, analyzing your day? Like, that's okay if you are. It just means that there's some things that you might need to go back and clear. It's like the same thing of like if you're eating really healthy, it's not fucking fun if you aren't enjoying the food, right? No one wants to be like a sad vegan and like, oh, what was me? I have to eat this salad. Like I hate that. I fucking hate that like culture of diet that we've kind of gotten into where, um, People are like, oh yeah, I'm on a salad or I got to eat a salad and I'm on a diet and it's so restricting and I'm just like so sad and I can't wait to like reward myself. Like after after this, after I lose that 15 pounds and my wedding is over or my girl's trip is done or whatever it is, oh, I'm totally like, I can't wait to reward myself. Like I, I hate that shit. I don't like that attitude. I don't like how people um, use food as like a punishment and reward. Food should just be nourishing and good. And, but like nourishing for your soul, nourishing for your body, nourishing for your physical health. And in the same tandem, like it should taste good. And it's totally possible. You just might need to, Honestly, cleanse your body of the toxic shit you've been putting into it and rewire some of your taste buds because they've been totally, (laughs) they've been totally hijacked by artificial sweeteners and fucking Red Bull. So, you know, like it's just, it's just a thing that like you might have to do some clearing within yourself so that you can then come back to have the appreciation for all these good foods that you're nourishing with your body and seeing the physical effects into your body and like all of the great things that come with adopting that sort of healthier lifestyle. And I've always thought this like, yes, I ate junk food in high school um, and I definitely felt and saw the physical repercussions of that. And then when I was in my 20s, I, you know, I was definitely more lenient with uh, junk food, but I've always been pretty, um, I guess, 
reserved on that. I've never, I've never allowed myself to, or I've never really like fully indulged or, or I never ever thought I could just like live off of fast food. No fucking way. And that's partly because of like how it made my body feel. And it was a lot of like a main part was because of how I grew up. You know, we didn't have a lot of fast food. If we did, it was just like once in a while. And it wasn't, um, you know, I knew what a good, healthy, balanced meal tasted like, you know, that tasted good, that was made from like scratch, that uh, had flavor, had different textures, color, you know, different vegetables, all that kind of stuff. I had that. So, you know, I've never been one who needed to really, um, it was just more so like refining my process of eating healthy, becoming more accountable and more accountable where, you know, in my 20s, not in my 20s, but in my early, like I was 21, 20, 21, and I went vegan. I ended up reading a book uh, about the industry and just like animal abuse and all that kind of stuff. And I can't even remember the author. She was like, I don't know, I think her, her spot got blown up because like Oprah talked about her. And I read that book and I was just like, holy fuck, I will not do that. And so I went vegan for a while. And then slowly ended up kind of falling off that and it began to eat, eat meat again. And honestly, no good reason. Not, not that there would ever be a good reason, but it was just in a, a point in my life that I wasn't taking accountability for really anything. You know, I was drinking too much. I was super insecure. I was... Um, you know, partying. I was too much in the mindset of like just that kind of party, go, go, go sort of attitude. And so I just wasn't, I just wasn't in the right headspace. And so I ended up going to holistic nutrition school at that time. And that helped dial me back into more of that vegetarian lifestyle. I, you know, I kind of got back to my roots. I started cooking more. I started, um, you know, learning, because my mom would always tell me about the different kind of preservatives and chemicals and, you know, about vaccines and all of the GMOs and, you know, herbicide, pesticides. She would tell us all about that and we wouldn't have that in the house. Um, but I, I was for the first time as an adult learning this for myself. You know, I was reading the articles, I was reading the literature, I was learning about it in school, all that stuff. So that started kind of bringing me around. It's funny, I was in holistic nutrition school, but like still was drinking. <laughs> like, I don't know why, I just found like that was fine if it was like craft beer. I don't know, like it's just crazy, right? And I, you know, or smoking weed or something like I, I just felt like that was fine. And um, so that's kind of where, you know, I constantly was just, it's like just nudging yourself, being, being patient where it's like, I want to um, encourage you to just remember that it can be a process of you constantly just refining. So even though like I went to school, I learned about that. I started refining my way of eating. I started, you know, looking at ingredients for myself and making home cooked meals and eating vegetarian and um, just kind of like getting back on track. Still not 
to where I was now. Like I would still eat fish here and there. I'd still eat dairy. I still, you know, drink wine. Um, I still smoke pot. So obviously I still had a really long way to go, but I never stopped, right? I was never satisfied. So I continued on this journey. It ebbed, it flowed. Sometimes my health, sometimes my diet would um, be a lot better. Sometimes it would be a lot worse. The lucky thing for me, a lot of the times people don't even try to better themselves. Like, sorry, that was kind of jumbled. The lucky thing for me is I never had a health scare to like wake me up. And sometimes that can be the catalyst that happens for people to start taking accountability for their health. So since I never had that, you know, I never had any kind of like skin issues or acne. I never had weight issues. I never had um, any sort of like irritable bowel or Crohn's. I didn't have any kind of like health scare that like made me like wake up and shake up and take accountability for my life. Luckily, thankfully. Um, but I still, you know, continued to try to change and grow and expand my, my lifestyle and trying to invest in my health and be better and healthier. You know, I didn't need that big scare to get me on this path. I was continuously working my way towards that, to where I am now. And unfortunately that's not for everyone. Some people, depending on where they're at, depending on the kind of childhood they had, like by the time they reach adulthood, like they could be riddled with emotional trauma that like is now manifesting in some sort of disease, right? Like, and that that's like no fault to their own, right? They were a child and they were abused. And now it's like manifesting in these different kind of elements and these illnesses, like that's not on them, but unfortunately, that's a reality that they are going through and dealing with and needing to, you know, come out on the other side by taking charge of their health, making changes, cutting off those toxic ties to those abusive family members, you know, all those things. Um, I just have never understood why people can be so complacent in their diets. And it's like when you can be out and super motivated and like, um, you know, being a hard worker and um, or like adventure seeker or, you know, all the things like you're totally like down for being expansive and having a great life, abundant life. But yet you like put your health on the back burner. Like I just I never, ever got it. And because I'm always thinking too, long-term, like longevity of life, quality of life. And, you know, one thing that really like always stuck in my mind is like, okay, you not taking care of your body is creating a burden for your loved ones down the road. So if you refuse to take care of your body because you love that fucking slogan, you only live once, YOLO kind of bullshit attitude, just know that when something fucks up in your body and you are either, you know, going to doctor visits, you are like stuck to a bed, you are like whatever it is, your lack of accountability in your life creates a massive fucking burden for your family members 
down the road. And I don't feel like that's fair. I don't think that's fair. You know, the people around you say you are, you have a healthy wife and you got healthy kids and you just drank and smoked and ate whatever you want, ate meat all day, every day, overweight, everything. And now you're, have some sort of cardiac arrest or like you have type two diabetes and you're on fucking dialysis or something like that now because your kidneys don't work and you're now getting shuttled to your appointments. Well, guess what? Now you're a huge fucking burden. (laughs) And that sounds so rude. That sounds so rude, but it's like, that's not fair. Like, I just don't think that's fair for people to do that. And I think that is, uh, that is everywhere. Everywhere you see, for the most part, that can play out in different family dynamics where you have the wife or the husband now who is their personal caretaker taking care of them because they love them and they need help and everything like that. And I get that and I have empathy for that. And I um, absolutely help people who are sick, who are, you know, going through a rough time. But if you have the choice right now, because you are in a decent body right now, you are healthy, you are decent, you are, you know, probably pretty young. If you have the choice right this second to change your lifestyle, to get on a better diet, to do something better for yourself, to start exercising, to cut out the alcohol and, you know, maybe do some healing on the side or whatever, like get into your spirituality, find God so that you can live a nice long life yourself, having quality of life right to your dying day and go out in peace. Why wouldn't you want to do that? You know, it's just, I find it so selfish when we're having a good time, we're smoking darts, we're drinking and we're saying, yeah, you only live once. And it's like, yeah, you do, you do. And part of that life could end up being in a bed for 10 years, getting, you know, random visits from your kids here and there or your wife, you know, stopping in every day, you know, like there's just like these things where it's like, why, why not be proactive on your life, on your spiritual health, on your physical health, on your mental health, and just take accountability for it now so that you know that you're going to be good. You're going to be good right up to the last breath you take and you know, especially if you have a spiritual connection, you're going to know where you're going and you can go out in peace. Like I, I just like, if you more people took a second to just think about that and, and have, you know, peace with that. I feel like the whole changing their lifestyle wouldn't be so intimidating or it wouldn't feel like such a hurdle or a burden or that inner angst of like, I don't want to do that. I've been fine this long, you know, that's, that is like that stunted resistant energy that like, I just don't operate in. And I mean, you know, for me, luckily, like I don't surround myself with people who have that kind of attitude. I, don't have those kind of people in my life, you know, even like my, um, my grandparents, you know, were very active until like, you know, they're very late in age, like took care of themselves, took care of their health, you know, like I, I, so I am very lucky that I haven't had myself surrounded by the people who actively chose to like poison their body, Um, to the point now where, you know, they were 
say 60 and now bedridden something like that something sad something super sad and terrible like that you know which I I just see so much potential in people just like making small adjustments in themselves to that could totally change not only their life but have a ripple effect on changing or I guess you know increasing the quality of life of the people around them because people love you people love you and they want to help and they want you they want to be there for you you know and I think that's kind of something that we want to make sure that we don't take advantage of so anyways this topic probably doesn't even like apply to like half of you guys because I know you guys are all rock rock stars you know eat taking the supplements drinking the water, eating the good food, eating the vegetables, all that stuff. So it's probably going like, you guys are probably like, yeah, no, it doesn't apply. I don't plan on being sick in a bed. (laughs) But it's just something that kind of um, came to me and I felt, you know, was related to the topic of just like that constant refining process of just not being afraid to constantly move yourself forward to constant better yourself and not and not like have that pressure of like getting it right all the time you know like man oh my gosh man like I do not get it right any of the time you know like I'm never getting it right like it's just like I am constantly learning and not making like trying anyways trying not to make the same mistake twice and learning and growing and just know that like the person who I am in five years from now will be so much stronger so much more competent so much more confident so much more lighthearted and joyful because she did all the work that I am doing today you know and she went through the experiences that I am going through today and she had the conversations and she had the fuck-ups and she you know she stumbled through the ebbs and flows of of life when it comes to you know navigating through this path because that's that's all that matters like I don't worry if you are not getting it right on your first go around, you know, I don't know anybody who does. And so, and that can be anything like that can be as much as like, right from like, say the, your business to like running an ad for your business to making a recipe for your family that ended up turning out terrible, um, to, like having a business meeting and like doing a negotiations. Like I've, I've totally, I've totally said and done stuff in the mix of a freaking negotiation that like I shouldn't have said or done. And I cringe or I think like, fuck, I, you know, I need to learn. I need to like understand where, where, how to like navigate and how to ebb and flow in this like sort of environment because it's all new to me. It's all foreign to me, you know, especially, especially in business, right? Like you see, I was always surrounded by like executives and vice presidents and whatever else like in the corporate world and they just like, it seemed like they just knew, it just came natural and they, you know, kind of just flew, I don't know, like ebbed and flowed in in the corporate world and made these deals happen and it was no big deal because I didn't know the inner workings of like 
the things that they were saying versus the things they were not saying and you know the mind games of like negotiation and all that kind of stuff right I didn't see that I just saw the end results of all these deals being made so when I'm in the room doing the negotiations sometimes I don't even know I'm in a fucking negotiation you know like it's just like oh fuck we're talking about this we're going there we're gonna be talking price we're like you know like I did was not prepared for this and so I have had to learn different uh different mistakes different heartaches you know I have lost out on deals because I let my energy and my own insecurities around making these larger deals like show like I I showed that right and I'm positive that the energy just was not right or it shifted the energy of the deal and those ones didn't go through and that sucks you know because those are kind of costly mistakes to make or those are costly lessons to learn right and but I can tell you for a fucking fact that that will never happen again because I'm honest with myself. I don't go into victim mode. I look at where I did well and I look at where I could have been better and I identify the moment that the energy shifted in the conversation and where I lost the deal, right? And so I make sure I, you know, reevaluate and I come back and I am even stronger. I'm even better. And that's why that like, consistency is key and that like you just keep moving forward and you keep learning and you keep growing like I just there's so many things and I get it when you are first starting out it is fucking hard to not have some insecurities and some doubts and just know like those are just growing pages pains those are just growing pains and the only way through the only way to get past it is to go right through it and to feel that pain and to just but keep on moving forward that's the key caveat right it's like you're gonna make mistakes you know the the thing the product the ad the the deal whatever it is it it might not go through it might not happen or it might flop right but that's when you just pick up and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again and eventually you will manifest success because you're constantly growing, you're constantly getting better, you're refining your pitch, you're getting better at your ad sets, you're getting to know your audience better. You are, you just can't take it personal and you can't let it, you know, get you down. Even like, and that, that's just true for anything. Like that is in any facet of life. I, I firmly believe that like you just need to keep on holding yourself accountable, assessing the situation or assessing, you know, your how you've moved through uh the experience and then getting up and going and doing it again and with someone new talk to someone else try something else try you know and just not losing hope on that that front right no even if you lost money even if your ego is hurt like you that's the that's kind of like the um what is it like I guess the line between the winners and the losers, like you can never be a loser if you never quit. (laughs) You will eventually win. It's universal law, right? It's like you keep on supplying that universe, you will eventually win. Like you just will. And just keep checking in with God. Keep checking in that you're in alignment. And if you are holding yourself accountable and being real with yourself, like 
absolutely you're going to win. Like you just are. It's going to happen. And you never have to worry about that part. It's just going to be when it's going to be, you know, when it's in that, not even, you know, God's time, like whatever, whatever you want to call it, you know. And so, yeah, that's kind of been on my mind. That's been my mantra uh, for the last little bit because, you know, things are, um, when things are moving forward and you're in that state of being where that elastic band is getting stretched back, right back to capacity, just, you know, I'm just waiting for it to snap and catapult us all forward, right? So, Anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Have a great full moon. And and don't forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast with anyone that you might think uh, enjoys some accountability talk. So yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one.